0: Welcome to the Pinky Gilani podcast. So who says women are bitches? Well, you know what? Between you and I, I think we were born to be bitches. We are bitchy. I mean, in many ways, we are bitchy. But more of that later on in this episode. What is completely lame is men who are bitches, right? Like, and I'm not talking, you know, um, anyone from the LGBTQ community being bitches. I'm talking about straight up men being bitches. But hey, we have many podcasts to get through. And I'll probably delve into that one day. I remember my mother always telling me that society will do absolutely nothing for you. I didn't understand what she meant until I heard people talk. Someone said that she was behind the reason my father died. Someone said that she married him only for his money. Someone said that my middle brother was not my father's real son. Someone said that she was too lenient with us children. Someone said that she was not really her mother's daughter. Someone said that she told on her stepfather because she read too many novels. Someone said that she had a stroke because she did too much yoga. Someone said that she practiced black magic. That someone, a woman. That someone, more often than not, someone she had trusted. But just for the record, on my podcast, Mom never did a day of yoga. Ever. Oli. She was called that in Gujarati. It's a derogatory term apparently. Oli. It means that one. (laughs) As if that would even get to her. She used to laugh about it. The thing about mom is she didn't really give a shit. I mean, if you've heard me explain and describe who my mother was, she really didn't give a shit. Her conscience was always clear. She was always honest. And I suppose you could say that that led her to fail a lot. She lost my father's money because in no way was she a businesswoman. There's just no two ways about that. She was not savvy with money. She knew how to spend it though. (laughs) He didn't tell her about wheeling and dealing and what he was up to. He didn't teach her. So what she did is she trusted people and they all led her down a different path. And when she lost it all, she said that she never felt bad because she had seen it all, the large life. What she did feel bad about sometimes was when she saw me and my brother struggle. And she used to let out a deep sigh in frustration and say, I wish I was a lot more clever. Don't get me wrong though, we were trust fund babies, baby. We still are. And there's a hold on the trust because, you know, greed. Will I fight for my share? Mm, Yeah, of course I will. Will I lose sleep over it? Mm, Yeah, probably not. But even though we were trust fund babies, we had dark days. Days where it was hard. Living in a mansion on a five-acre plot where my dad, when he was alive, grew coffee and had a grapevine so eventually he could make wine one day seemed like somewhat of an oxymoron when the shit hit the fan and one day we had nothing, not even money to buy bread and milk. Hmm. Growing up, I would use Cartier pens and Christian Dior towels. British Airways business class was a norm for our travels, but alas, the well ran dry. Our trustees should have ensured that that never happened because, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that what a trustee is there for? But I think a lot of people reveled in the fact that the life we, we had, the large life we had, had finally shrunk. When I was in school, I was bullied. There were two girls who made the entire class gang up against me. My mom then gave me the advice to hang out with boys, and I did. The girls hated that. So they would really, really tease me and mock me. And I'd come home miserable every day. So my brothers taught me to use my punches and my hands. They taught me how to smack someone, so I did and I got in a lot of trouble for that. But thereafter, I developed a chip on my shoulder. You'd look at me the wrong way, and I'd make sure that you would have a taste of a hot slap from me. It was silly. In retrospect, I should have just walked away. But sometimes some bullies need to be looked at in the eye and told, I'm not scared of you. So why do I get into me being bullied in school? Well, because it was an essential part of me understanding what my mother was talking about because these bullies eventually grow up to be part of society. And unless they're corrected when they are younger, they continue to bully throughout their lives and they think that they can get away with it. After I won Miss India Worldwide, I was offered a chance to host the pageant locally. I took up the offer and was taken to court because someone was not happy. My name was maligned on radio. Oh, There were all sorts of steps and measures taken so that I would not succeed. I was even told that some people wanted to do horrific things to me. Things I won't sort of get into right here. dirty details. But can I tell you something? My mom had warned me. She knew. She knew what this society was about. As a radio presenter, I had my fair share of run-ins with people. I realize it does come with the territory. Also, I know for a fact that everyone is flawed. I can't say that I did not offend people. I probably did. Unintentionally, though, most of the times. To be honest, playing games and being manipulative was not something that... I did. Or I do. It's not a strength. I have no idea how to play that game. I would just be an open book and be completely honest. But I think a lot of people felt that that was my game. I shrug my shoulders. I think you think of others what you are. Basically, you look at the world and you think, oh my God, that person's going to do this, that and the other, because that's what you would do. It's like a mirror effect. Not so long ago, I had a huge falling out with a so-called friend. She had weaved her way into my life. I guess, for lack of saying anything else, she basically wanted to be me. I don't know how else to put it. Because trust me, I honestly thought she was a good person. I put my trust in her, only to find out that she would twist what I say and tweak it for her benefit. When my mother fell ill, she told me that God had heard my prayer for a third child. That is purposefully mean. It's just one of the many mean things she did with me. I broke up with her. She continued to taunt me, but I just had to get on with my life. I don't even want to get into it. It's such a long, drab story. One that is in the past for a reason. Recently in my work, I heard someone say that they would not give me work. Why? Because she simply didn't like me. I had to ask again. Why wouldn't she give me work? Well, she said the reason is because she simply did not like me. Nothing about my professionalism or my work ethic. Just because she did not like me, she would forsake my livelihood. I was also recently up for an award in South Africa as an MC but someone said that I may not get it because apparently I really struggle as an MC. And that's what they had told the South African people. I struggle as an MC. Hmm. Yeah, all these people who said these things, women. No surprise there. Look, I'm in the line of business that I stand out a lot. A lot of people know me. I get that. That's fine. It used to bother me that people did not like me until I learned a valuable lesson, which I will share with you. Wait, not just now. Give me like, (laughs) maybe 30 seconds. I did a course in Dubai and I was told that 30% of your circle like you, the rest dislike you. And no, not the entire rest, not, you know, 70%, but maybe 30% dislike you and the rest are completely Indifferent, Like, you just do not matter. Mm. My mother was trying to protect me in a way from what she knew she had exposed herself to when she was too trusting or too out there. That thing we call gossip. She taught me from a young age to not gossip. Oh, but I did indulge. Then somewhere down the road, I understood that it was not for me. It just did not resonate I guess when you indulge in gossip ah oh, it's extremely draining and of course it's a low vibration energy so you feel very toxic afterwards nobody's felt good after gossiping about someone and if you feel you need to go down that route i think you really need to check yourself and heal something within you. But hey, that's a personal journey. So what is this big secret I taught myself and how I realized that it doesn't matter if people like you or not? It's what I teach, and you know what? It's the meaning of my real name, Preeti. Love, self-love. Once you fall in love with you, flaws and all, everyone's opinion, all of you can be shoved where the sun don't shine. You become more unapologetic. You give yourself permission to fully step into your essence and those around you resonate or rather those who love themselves step with you. They see your vibration and spiritually they tip their hat to at you as if to acknowledge you and welcome you into this magical world where self-love rules. Ladies, we are bitches. The point is, are we basic or boss? Basic bitches indulge in gossip. They manipulate. They play victim. Basic means you tear up another woman because you see her as a threat. You don't give her a job because you know what? You just don't like her. You never take responsibility for your mistakes. Boss bitches, step up, admit faults, see other women and applaud their game. Give out a hand and help lift others up. In this world, you gotta be boss. I'm telling you, it hurts no one if you are a boss bitch. You gotta get where you're going. Be a bitch. I don't mind. Be a bitch. Just don't be basic. It takes innovation to be a boss bitch. It takes creativity. And you know what else it takes? Self-love. I thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. And I'll leave you with this. Let's not be those people. You know, those ones who side-eye, who can give somebody an opportunity and don't. Let's lift and uplift. Let's be courageous and carry forth others without feeling like our light will be dimmed. Thank you once again for joining me. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out on my social media pages at Pinky Kelani on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.